0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Um I had it up, and then it disappeared on me. Um, I was looking for the White House proclamation of prayer, and I had it up, and it went bye-bye on me. Um, I'll I'll find it a little later and and read it to you. And then uh, contrast that to the proclamations made by... Past presidents. It's just incredible. It really is. Uh, so, anyway, uh, the first National Day of Prayer was proclaimed by George Washington before the Declaration of Independence. Before the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Fast forward to modern history. President Harry Truman proclaimed a National Day of Prayer to be observed on July 4th, 1952. Um, That was the day for several years. And then President Ronald Reagan moved it to the first Thursday in May. That's how it became the first Thursday in May. Uh, That was proclaimed by President Ronald Reagan, first Thursday in May. But the important thing is, this is a very real part of our history. In fact, a National Day of Prayer predates the Constitution, predates our independence, predates the revolution, predates our actual country. Uh, it was, uh, it was not a perpetual thing in the early days, obviously, until Harry Truman. And then again, it became the first Thursday in May, proclaimed by Ronald Reagan, confirmed by the Congress, et cetera. So it is very, very much a a part of our, our history. And I thought it was fascinating, and maybe I'll get to it in a little bit. Uh I receive emails from the sojourners uh, Uber leftist supposedly evangelical organization. They are the grand poohbows of the modern social justice movement begun by Jim Wallace. I kind of miss Jim Wallace. he's retired, and he's not a part of the sojourners anymore uh It's been taken over by someone else but Today, on the National Day of Prayer, the Sojourners released an email, and it was talking not necessarily about the day of prayer, but the coronation of King Charles coming up this weekend. And I do not understand why WRFD is not sending me to London to cover that live. I I just I just don't get it. I mean, other news, but anyway, uh, so, but they chose on the National Day of Prayer to send out an email to everybody on their email list, and I'm one of them, to criticize Great Britain and their entire history and the monarchy. And the whole thing of a king and a queen, terrible, horrible, awful, and just a slam on almost all of British history. And I thought, no country has ever been perfect. Great Britain certainly wasn't. Uh, but Great Britain was ahead of the United States in in as far as getting rid of slavery. They led us in that. And the whole modern missionary movement was started in Great Britain. Great Britain, with all of their failures and the whole Church of England thing and the official national church and all of that, Great Britain was responsible for evangelizing much of the world And we are still seeing fruit of that. It wasn't America that sent missionaries to Africa. It was Great Britain. It wasn't Germany. It wasn't France. It was Great Britain. Most of the missionary movement during the 1800s that laid the foundation for so much of what's happening spiritually today around the world came from Great Britain, and yet the uh, social justice people completely ignore the gospel, because the gospel isn't important to them. Social justice is important. Um, Anyway, uh, before we go any further, if you would allow me to lead us in prayer, this is the National Day of Prayer, and again, I plead with you to find time today to pray for our nation and include your own repentance and penitence as our national leaders have done so many, many years ago. But if you would, allow me to lead us in prayer. Father, we thank you, first of all, for the Lord Jesus. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross of Calvary to set us free from the penalty of sin to set us free from death, hell, to give us victory over the grave, to provide us with the hope of heaven. But, Father, we also thank you for this country. America has not been perfect. By any means, no nation ever has been. But this nation was born with the superiority of the gospel, the essentialness of the gospel. Not all of our founding fathers were born-again believers, but most of them were. And Lord, as we look back on our history, particularly the early days of our country, we can see your hand all over the founding of this country, presidents, Senators, congressmen, and women have called us to repentance, led us spiritually. And then we look at today, Father. Our government is so corrupt, our government is leading us in the killing of unborn babies. Our government is systematically stripping away our rights guaranteed first by our creator God as our founding fathers understood, but also the rights guaranteed to us by our constitution and founding documents. And Father, we realize that the hope for America is not in the next election. We're not foolish enough to believe that politicians can lead us to a spiritual revival. And so, Father, we, your people, repent before you and realize that we, in so many ways, have gotten our priorities wrong. And we've allowed this to happen. And so, Father, I pray that on this national day of prayer, we might see a national revival begin in churches all over the country. May your Holy Spirit come and sweep across this land in a move of repentance. But then we do pray, Father, for our leaders. We pray for our president, our vice president. Senators, congressmen, and women, the Supreme Court, the three branches of government. We pray that you might grip their hearts and their minds and turn their hearts to you. Lord, we know you can. You changed the heart of Nebuchadnezzar. You changed the heart of Saul of Tarsus. And we pray that you would bring about a mighty change in our leaders. Lead our country. Bring us back to the principles upon which we were founded. And lead and guide each and every one of us to know what our part is in that. And we will give you praise, honor, glory, and thanksgiving because you and you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll be back.
0: This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Oh my, I, um, I had pulled up the uh, President's National Day of Prayer proclamation, but I hadn't read it. Well, I pulled it back up and I just read it. If you were listening earlier, I read lengthy excerpts from previous day of prayer proclamations by previous presidents, giving full honor, glory to God, asking for the power of the Holy Spirit, calling the nation to repentance, Uh, acknowledging that God is the sovereign creator of the universe. I want you to listen. I'm, I'm going to read it. It's kind of lengthy. Let me read you President Joe Biden's National Day of Prayer Proclamation. I will read it in its entirety. In periods of peace and prosperity and in times of struggle and strife, countless Americans turn to prayer to seek guidance, bolster our faith, and brace our spirits when we need it most. Prayer is both a personal and communal act, composed of our most intimate thoughts and a practice observed by multitudes across our diverse nation and every language, culture, religion, and belief system. On this National Day of Prayer, we recognize the profound power of prayer grounded in deep humility and hope. The right to pray is enshrined in our Constitution and stamped firmly in the American tradition. The belief that prayer can move mountains is at its core a belief in making the impossible possible there is nothing more american than believing in the endless possibilities of what we can do when we do it together i'm sorry i wasn't going to comment that is not the point of prayer let me let me repeat that and i'm sorry but i i I can't read it without commenting. The belief that prayer can move mountains is, at its core, a belief in making the impossible possible. Now, what is that principle in Scripture? It is God who moves the mountains. That's why we pray. President Biden says, There is nothing more American than believing in the endless possibilities of what we can do when we do it together. In other words, God doesn't move the mountain. We do. He goes on. Throughout our history, prayer has empowered moral movements and fueled efforts to strengthen our democracy. It was deeply rooted in the fight to abolish slavery and the expansion of voting rights and voter access. And it continues to compel us to uphold our founding creed that all of us are created equal, are made in the image of God, and deserve to be treated with dignity and equality throughout our lives. Okay. Uh, Quote, we will never fully know how prayer has quietly influenced every aspect of American life, bringing comfort to service members on the battlefield, grounding the spirits of astronauts in space, guiding the healing hands of medical professionals tending to our loved ones, and fortifying the face of millions of worshipers in every corner of our nation. There is hardly an aspect of American life that is not touched by the silent supplications of prayer to fulfill our hopes and our aspirations. Okay. Earlier this year, I was honored to speak at a Sunday service at the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, now pastored by Senator Raphael Warnock. In that sacred place, praying and contemplating Dr. King's moral vision of a beloved community, we were reminded that so much more unites us than divides us. We are all bound together by our love and country and our belief in democracy. Today, I pray, we can see each other as we should, not as enemies, but as neighbors, not as adversaries, but as fellow Americans and human beings, only when we see ourselves In each other will justice, as Scripture tells us, roll down like waters, righteousness become a mighty stream, and America fulfill its true promise as the land of liberty and justice for all. The Congress, by public law 100-307, as amended, has called on the president to issue each year a proclamation designating the first Thursday in May as the National Day of Prayer. That's it. Um, was God mentioned? Uh, Let's see. I don't think so. I don't think God is mentioned. No, I'm going. No, no, no. Oh, uh, our founding creed that all of us are created equal and are made in the image of God. That is the only reference to God in the entire National Day of Prayer proclamation. Nothing about depending upon God, turning to God, repenting. The reference to moving mountains, when we determine that we will work together, we can see, it's, again, when I compare this, to the proclamations in the past. This is so out of step. It is so out of touch with what the National Day of Prayer has been throughout our history. And I will, um, I will leave it at that. We desperately need a revival And as I said, pray that God would touch our president's heart. It is needed. This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5 FM. Life-changing radio.